Today is fear, fear not, not Friday. Friday. And it is the <laughs> second day of September, the year of our Lord, 2022. Woo. And this is Daybreak Live. One day closer to fall. Woo. Fall has failed. One day, the Lord's going to return. Yeah. 
We're going to dance. We're going to dance. We're going Oh, I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. That was good. I enjoyed that. That's right. That'll get your blood pumping right there. That's what we need on a Friday. Fear not, Friday. Holiday. Fear not, Friday. God is in control. It's good. So we have Church Without Walls tomorrow night. Defeated Creek Park Campground Shelter. Food will begin at 6 o'clock. Hot dogs, hamburgers, all free. I'm sure we'll have something besides that. But, excuse me. Uh, I've been told that it's going to storm. Last night, said, hey, you know they're calling for big storms Saturday night. I mean, hey, fall has failed. There's no telling what will happen. It's a big shelter. So... I don't generally call them off if we're under a big shelter, but we do understand the difference of people coming out. Man, can you believe this weather? I mean, this is time in the mornings. It's cool now again. Last night, we had, Last night had a fire on the deck again. What? Oh, my goodness. This is awesome. So, it says one of my favorite times of the year, spring and fall, is my two favorite times of the year. I ain't so much on winter and summer anymore. I used to, when I was young, I loved summer, but I don't care. I mean, I, I like summer, don't get me wrong, but I don't like the 100 degrees. Y'all, I don't like the 100 quite degrees. as big on sledding as we used to be either. <laughs> yeah, I'm not as big on sledding either anymore. So good morning, all you guys. I love you guys. Let me make sure you're on your Yes, hello, 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 hello. Brother Charles, I uh, want you to take one of the nights. Uh, anyway, I'm going to be texting you. Maybe after daybreak, we'll talk, okay? About tabernacles. Hallelujah. Okay, guys, we are in a parenthesis again before we start the seals. We're going deep. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not that deep, but yesterday, it seems like it. I need to teach it today. So when this does come out in the book, it'll be they'll be next to each other. The seven years we talked about the seven years yesterday, and we said showed you that it mainly comes from. Well, it comes from Daniel nine, twenty seven is the actual scripture. Okay, going back, brother Scott, where else does it talk about the final seven years? Nowhere, it doesn't talk about it anywhere. Okay. This is the only place, and, and I wanted you to see that. So whether you believe it or not believe it, I want you to understand where it comes from when you hear it. Verse 27 of 9 of the book of Daniel, he will confirm the covenant with many for one week, one seven. And here's the key, in the midst of the week, so we talked about how the sevens in these 77s, the 490 are years. Okay, and everybody agrees to that. What is difference on is what actually took place. We saw that after 60, uh, 69 sevens, 483, it said Messiah was cut off. And then we looked at yesterday that it said after Messiah is cut off, he wasn't going to be cut off for himself, okay, but not for himself. Then he said the, the people of the prince that's going to come is going to destroy the city and the sanctuary. And so what we looked at yesterday was that after the crucifixion of the Messiah, 
and he was cut off, not for himself. We see that the city and the sanctuary was not destroyed till 70 AD. So this tells us that in the prophetic way, the pause has been put on to this final seven that's dealing with Israel. And we talked about this yesterday as well, that uh, as he's dealing with Israel, as of yet, the holy city is, has not finished transgressions as, as of this time, has not quit sinning as of this time, is not the capital of the world at this time. And that's one of the reasons we see this is still in the future. Now, in the final seven, what is in the middle of the week then? It is three and a half. Now, nowhere does the Bible actually say three and a half, but it uses terms like this. Uh, 1260 days, uh, 42 months, time, times, and dividing of time. And when you study those out, you will find out that all of those refer to three and a half years. 42 months refers to three and a half years. Uh, 1260 days refers to three and a half years. And time, times, and dividing of time refers to three and a half years. Now, we'll, we will... We will discuss that and show you how we know that that's true when we get there in the book of Revelation. But for now, to remember that in the midst of the week, in the middle of the week, so we know then that that would be that seven years, it's three and a half years in after this covenant. It says in verse 27, he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. We talked about that yesterday. For the overspreading of abominations, he shall make it desolate until the consummation. Now we said, why is this important? Now I'm, I'm really asking you to jot these down. If you've got a piece of paper, jot these down so you can read them on your own time because we're going to move kind of fast today so that I don't go over 30 minutes. Uh, Matthew, okay, Matthew and Mark, we are going to look at Jesus' words. So remember Remember this, where do we get the phrase great tribulation? Where do we get that from? Well, we only get that from Jesus' words. Now, in Daniel, it talks about a great time of trouble. So it's discussed in other, other places. Jacob's trouble, uh, the time of trouble, the time of Jacob's trouble, uh, the time that's never been like that before and it'll never be like that again. It's talked about in different ways. But Jesus is the one who labels great tribulation. Now, we're going to read Jesus' words out of Matthew and Mark both, okay? Matthew, Matthew 24, verse 21. Now, but verse 15 is the key. Jesus says, when you therefore shall see, now listen to this, the abomination of desolation. But then Jesus says, spoken of by Daniel the prophet. Now I told you yesterday, abomination of desolation in the Jewish mind was something that was in the past already. It was something that had to do with Antiochus, Epiphanes. But Jesus puts it in the future. When you shall see the abomination of desolation, this is the sign. And actually, this is the signal. This is the sign. When this happens, that generation is not going to pass away. That will be the generation that sees the return of the Lord. This we know. 
We don't know the hour, but that'll be the generation that sees the day of the Lord. When you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, and then it says, whosoever reads, let him understand. So Matthew puts this in there for all future readers that our Lord said, the thing to look for is the abomination of desolation. And Daniel's the one talked about it. So here's what Jesus is saying. If you want to understand more about the end time and what's going to happen when I return, because this is what they ask him, what's going to be the sign of your coming? Go read Daniel, read Daniel, read Daniel. Daniel talked about it. And when Daniel got done re writing his book, he was told by the angel, seal the book. What does that mean? The book of Daniel is sealed until the time of the end. Nobody will understand it until we get that when the time comes of the end, then people will be, they'll, it'll start all falling in place like a puzzle piece and people start seeing it. It's unsealed. The book of Revelation is unsealed already. That's another, another thing. Now, when you shall see, then let them be, uh, uh, which in Judea, flee into the mountains. The brunt of the great tribulation is in Judea, in Jerusalem, in Judea, what in the area of the West Bank today, okay? Uh, that That's when you don't, you know, get out of there. You know, don't even go back for your stuff, Jesus says, because this is going to be a bad time. Woe to the people that, who have little babies, you know, and then he goes to verse 21. 21 is the key. For then, when? When you see the abomination of desolation, verse 21, then shall be great tribulation, such as was not, okay? And now, just skip now to verse 29. Immediately after the tribulation, the sun will be dark, the moon shall not give her light. Verse 30, then shall appear the Son of Man in heaven. Okay, now, Mark. Let's turn to Mark. Let's read this in Mark again to show you uh, that two Gospels say this. Mark 13 Verses 14, 14, I got 14 through 19. Yeah, let's go ahead and read that. So it says, and when you shall see, here's how Mark says it. When you shall see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, stand where it ought not. Let him that reads understand. Then let him which be in Judea flee into the mountains. Let him which on the housetop not go down into the house neither enter therein and take anything out of his house. Let him that is in the field not turn back again. Wherever you're at when this happens, get out of Dodge. That's what he's saying. Woe to them. Okay, skip down to verse 19. For in those days shall be affliction such as was not from the beginning of creation, which God created unto this time, neither shall be. And then he adds verse 20, and except the Lord had shortened the days, no flesh should be saved. If the Lord had not shortened these days, nobody would survive this, but the Lord hath shortened the days. And then if you skip to verse 24, but in those days and after that tribulation, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give her light, the stars will fall from heaven, the powers of heaven will be shaken, then they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds with great glory. Why are you honing in on this, Brother Scott? Okay, because we're about to get into the seals in the book of Revelation. And this is a parenthesis to say when we get in the seals, you're going to see when he opens the sixth seal, you're going to see what's talked about here. Him coming in the clouds. 
the people on earth wanting to hide themselves in the rocks and in the caves, fall on us, hide us from the wrath of the Lamb. When does this happen? After the tribulation. So this gives us some points of reference as we begin going through the seals. I hope that's making sense. Okay? The great trouble. What begins the great trouble? The abomination of desolation. Now, I want to look at two more places where this is talked about in Daniel. Now, the places I'm taking you to, this is talked about in other places, but it's harder to see in other places, okay? The reason I'm taking you to these places that I'm taking you to today is because everybody agrees that these are talking about the abomination of desolation that Jesus is referring to. And so one is Daniel 9.27. Now here's the next one. It's Daniel 11.31. Daniel 11.31. This, Daniel 11.31. Daniel 11.31. Here we go. And arms shall stand on his part, and they shall pollute the sanctuary of strength, shall take away the daily sacrifice, and shall place, listen to this, the abomination that makes desolate. That means, okay, here's a good way for us to say it in 2022. This is the final straw. Okay? This is the Antichrist doing this. Everybody agrees. It's the final, even if people degree, disagree on what it means and when it's going to happen, everybody agrees that this is done by the Antichrist. This is, by every scholar, agrees this is the abomination of desolation Jesus is talking about. Now, what that means may be up for interpretation, but he's going to pollute the sanctuary of strength. This is one of the reasons we say a day is coming when they're going to rebuild the temple. But they cannot rebuild the temple until some kind of world leader rises up. Something's got to happen as this all this globalism starts happening. Somebody's going to rise on the scene that's going to give Israel the right to exist, confirm the covenant, and when that happens, they're going to rebuild the temple. They're ready to rebuild it right now. Once they rebuild it, they will reinstitute sacrifices, but the, but the enemy, the Antichrist, is going to break his promise, and he's going to come into Jerusalem and lay siege to Jerusalem and take over the temple and declare himself to be God. And that's what this is talking about. It's a final straw. It, he's going to place an abomination that brings destruction. And that's what that's talking about. Look in chapter 12, verse 11. Chapter 12, verse 11. Now, in chapter 12, verse 11... Chapter 12 is talking about those last three and a half years again. So we will get into this later as we go through Revelation. There's not a way to keep from it, really. But I want you to see 10 and 11. It says, Many shall be purified and made white and tried, but the wicked shall do wickedly. That's what wicked people do. None of the wicked shall understand, but the wise shall understand. Hallelujah. Now look at verse 11. So I'm in Daniel 12, 11. And from the time that the daily sacrifice shall be taken away. This is what the angel is explaining. Daily sacrifice is taken away. We just read about it in two other places. And the abomination that makes desolate, the abomination 
that is the last straw that brings in the final destruction of God's wrath that sets everything in motion, there shall be a thousand two hundred and ninety days. And there's reasons for that. But that is <laughs> awesome. Blessed is he that waits and comes for the three hundred and five and thirty days. So praise the Lord. Here's what we look at, we're looking at. Now, it's disputed. Everybody does not believe that. But this is where the final seven years comes from. At this point, I've not heard a better argument. So I still believe that the final seven years are still in our future. Okay? That I believe starts with the opening of the first seal, the rider of the white horse. Some believe that begins, that the rider on the white horse is what we're reading here. And that begins the final three and a half years. And these guys are smarter than me on both sides. So all I'm saying is, it seems to fit. And when we get into the seals, I'll tell you why, at this point, I'm thinking the rider on the white horse is the confirmation of the covenant and begins the final week. Okay, that's that's my thinking anyway, but I'll show you why. Is there any other place where this is talked about? One more, and I'm going to give this to you before we go. And if you've jotted these down, then you'll be able to study these on your own and see what you think about them too. Paul had written to the church in Thessalonica, what we call First Thessalonians. At the end of that, he had talked to them about the last trump being blown, that the, the trumpet's going to sound, the dead in Christ are going to rise, we're going to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Now what happened after he wrote that letter to them as some people started thinking, uh, they, they, some of them even quit working and they quit doing anything because they were just like, okay, well, he's coming. And then, so he writes 2 Thessalonians. And in 2 Thessalonians, he starts talking to them about what he had written to them. And he says, listen, don't be soon shaken, okay? Uh, let's see. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, I want you to notice this. He's, and now he's talking about what I uh, wrote uh, to you before, but he says what's called 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. I beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus and by our gathering together unto him. Trumpet's going to sound. The Lord's going to come. We're going to be gathered to him. He said, now listen, don't be soon shaken. This is verse 2. In mind or be troubled, neither by spirit nor by word, even by letter as from us, that the day of Christ is at hand. Don't let this shake you up. When I said the day of Christ is at hand, I want you to understand some things have got to happen, okay? Verse 3, let no man deceive you. For that day, the day of Christ, the day of Christ that is at hand, that day shall not come except there come a falling away first. And the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition. Now remember, when we were reading this in the Gospels, Jesus said, if you look like in Mark chapter 13 or Matthew chapter 24, you'll find Jesus saying, and this gospel is going to preach to every nation. Every that It's got to go to every nation. So that's a little secret thing that maybe they didn't get or sometimes it's hard for people to realize. This gospel's got to get to every nation. I yeah. just read a statistic this morning. I'm not sure how old it is, but there's still like <clears throat> over 2,000 
uh, languages that the Bible is currently being translated into and about 1,800 that they haven't even begun translation on. Really? Now, I'm not sure how old those statistics are. I'll try to find that out. That's got to be old. Back. Surely that's not up to date. But that's interesting. All right, look. And look, there come a fallen way first and the man of sin. That's who we're talking about. The man of sin is another name for the Antichrist. Be revealed. The revealing of the Antichrist where it's like, okay, you know, people all the time are like, who's the Antichrist? Who's the Antichrist? Where is he? Is he on the earth? It's like, that's kind of senseless. The Lord gave us definite things to know. We go, we're going to know who he is. He's going to reveal himself. Who opposeth. But look at verse 4. Who opposeth and exalts himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he as God sits in the temple of God showing himself that he is God. So this again, in my mind, is referring to what is called the abomination of desolation. Hallelujah. All right. Praise the Lord. So with that, that gives you scriptures to read and to look at. Jesus says, when you see that, what? The abomination of desolation. What's the abomination of desolation? Go read Daniel, Jesus said. Go read about it. Daniel speaks about the final time period. Okay? And the final time period, they said, Lord, what's going to be the sign of your coming? The end of the age. And he says, when you see the abomination of desolation, you're going to enter into a time... It's going to be the greatest time of trouble. Now listen, Daniel talked about it in his book. So go read Daniel so you'll understand more about it. And immediately after that trouble, that's when the, there's going to be earthquakes. The earth is going to shake. The stars are going to fall from heaven. The sun is going to be darkened. The moon is going to turn to blood. You're going, they're going to see the sign of the Son of Man coming in heaven. He's going to send his angels and gather his elect from the four winds. That's when this is going to take place, he says. And so that's the sign that we look for, and that is why it is important. And that has not happened yet in my way of thinking. I'm a futurist. That's still in the future. And another reason is because every scripture, I believe, is going to be fulfilled to the T. Not like it's almost fulfilled. It's kind of fulfilled. It's really going to be fulfilled, I believe. All right. Praise the Lord. Okay, this looks like for 2021. 2021. In 2021, Zoe, you on here? <laughs> so I'm hoping this helps you understand these things, okay? And remember, in these areas, there's different opinions. We're all Christians. We all love the Lord Jesus, okay? We don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but we know it's going to happen, okay? And here's the thing for us. Here, here, before we leave for this weekend, let's say this. Be sure you're ready, okay? Be ready. Be ready to leave today. If you're not ready, get right with Jesus today. Amen. Get right with Jesus this weekend. Okay? Because any moment we can leave the earth. Any moment. We don't know when that's going to happen for us personally.
Okay? But there is a time coming. You know, the world looks like it's shaping up for all of this stuff to start taking place. And once it once the roll once that ball gets rolling, boy, I'm telling you, it's gonna happen fast, I think. So let's end with prayer today. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys for being faithful. Thank you for sharing this. I appreciate you. And I appreciate you being here. If you weren't here, there'd be no reason for me to be here. <laughs> for sure. So let's say the Lord's Prayer together and start our Friday outright and our weekend. And I want to say. Yes, and be safe this holiday weekend, please. Holiday weekend. Labor Day's Monday. Whoop, whoop. Let's say the prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen, 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 amen. Shabbat Shalom, my beautiful brothers and sisters. Lord willing, we'll see you next Tuesday morning right here, Daybreak Live. Yes, and don't forget if you're within driving distance. Yeah, come out tomorrow night. Feeded Creek Campground Shelter will huddle up if it's raining. Bye, guys.